Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Let's get these announcements out the way. First and foremost, drink some water. Stop being a dummy. Secondarily, rate, review, and subscribe to my program, uh, if you give me anything less than five stars, I have to believe you have hatred in your bloodstream. Last but not least, if you would like to email me what this segment is going to be covering, just email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right, let's get these emails knocked out. We got a few here. Let's see what's happening with the what's happening. This first one comes from Anthony, Uh, and it says, call me Anthony. Hey, GB, is it cool that I call you GB? Yeah, GB is good to go, brother. Well, I'm emailing you to ask for some advice. I'm 21 years old. I have been in a slump for about a month or two, and now I'm starting to see the effects of it. I've been depressed in the past. The slump I'm currently feeling is reminiscent to the slump I was feeling before I became depressed. I don't have any people who I can vent to, so I'm just gonna so I'm just left to sit with my thoughts, and that is exactly how I became depressed the first time. My question to you is, do you know any methods or ideas to get myself out of this slump? Like writing a journal or something. I know it's kind of a loaded question, but I don't want to be depressed again. Thanks in advance, good brother. Well, Anthony I can tell you what I did. I don't know if I was dealing with depression, but I knew I was dealing with something. And um, if this is your first time listening to my show, not you, Anthony, but for anybody listening, welcome. And in the past, I was chronicling what was going on when I had my last job. And I was drinking on the way to work. I was drinking on break from work. I was drinking coming home from work. I was drinking when I was home from work. I was drinking when I got home. I was going to sleep for like 11 hours a day. I really wasn't trying to be around people like that. And the one thing I said to myself was, nah, yo, I ain't going out like that. You know what I mean? So if you want to get yourself out of this mood, I can just help you brainstorm about what you can do. But as far as what I did, one, I started to, play football, uh, flag football. I started to play basketball more often. Um, I really started to get into like fruits and veggies and I started to get lost in like YouTube. And I started to also just start to binge watch shows and really like try to put myself in this alternate universe. The one thing I didn't do was read, which I, so just to piggyback from what you was asking me, one, maybe you're not in the mood to read and you're not in the mood to watch anything, right? Buy some running sneakers and just go outside and run. Like even it's for a few minutes, just go make yourself a playlist on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, whatever you have. Listen to a podcast and just start fucking running. I don't know how much money you have, but if you have a home where that's into boxing, maybe you just need to hit some shit. And I mean, hit a heavy bag, hit that speed bag, hit those padded gloves when he's teaching you how to do an uppercut and how to do jabs and hooks and whatever have you. Um, What is it around your house that you like to eat? Find out where it came from. Really 
uh, knuckle down on what you're eating. What are you putting into your body? Because that counts. If you're just eating like veggies and fruits and turkey and everything else. Sorry for the squeaking. Yeah, if you're just eating turkey and salads and everything else. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll start to feel more upbeat. But even if you don't want something that's health related, right? What are you putting into your body as far as information is concerned? What are you watching? Is what you're watching in parallel with how you're feeling? If you're feeling gloomy and depressed, you'll start to watch those kind of shows. Because you want to relate to that character. Like, oh, I feel like shit too. Maybe I should watch this. Or this nigga seemingly feels like shit. Let me listen to him as far as music is concerned. Totally shift what you're watching. Totally shift what you're listening to. Totally shift what hobbies you have. If you have any hobbies at all, get a hobby. Start playing um, fantasy football or basketball. Just do something that you didn't do previous. You know what I'm saying? Just like literally just start it. Start rapping. You don't got to like be rich of it, but just get a hobby. Write poetry. Start to paint. Start to draw. Write poetry. Just get your mind moving in another direction. If you do that, I hope that works for you because that's what worked for me. You know what I'm saying? Is getting my mind to think about some other shit. You know what I mean? Just watching some other shit. You know what I mean? If think of a show that your friends are into, like whether it be anime or sci-fi, whatever, and you probably think of it as like weirdo shit. Watch it. Binge watch Harry Potter. Just do something outside of what you was doing previous and. I can't guarantee you that's going to help, but at least I believe with me having no fucking background in psychiatry that you'll be putting yourself in the right direction. Come on, bro. It's 2021 soon. We're not going out like that, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? You're going through a rough patch right now. You got that cloud of uncertainty that's on your back, but we're going to get up off of that, son. We elevating out here one day at a time. All right. Dating your homie's ex. Uh, hi, this email is coming to you late and I'm not sure why I'm up listening to you on 1.30 a.m. But can you discuss dating your friend's exes? Personally, I feel as though if the relations weren't for a consecutive period of time or very public, no longer any feelings, etc. It's okay with a conversation or a blessing rather or not. You know how there is a sunset clause and a prenuptial agreement. I think uh relationships are the same way null and void after five years regards anonymous p.s justin's justice for meg the stallion sent from my iphone what the fuck is the sunset clause sunset clause In public, in public policy, a sunset provision or sunset clause is a measure within a statute, regulation, or other law that provides that the law shall cease to have effect after a specific date unless further legislation is taken to extend the law. Hmm, I never heard of that shit. Alright. So, here's what I believe. I believe that it depends on where you're trying to go. And if the feelings are mutual. Because if you're horny, 
and you want to fuck your friend's ex, then I don't know the variance of you guys' relationship. Maybe she won't care. Maybe she will care. But in my experience, I believe that she will care. Like, yo, there's mad other niggas out here. The only reason why you know him is because he dated me. Was you looking at him the whole time? And I don't think that's worth the friendship. And if it's the guy, like, I would never fuck any of my friends' exes because I just have belief that there's mad women out there. And the only reason why I know I can possibly have any kind of connection with my man's ex is because I shared a good amount of time around my man's ex because I was around the both of them simultaneously. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is just not cool. So I'm, I'm not a believer in that shit at all. I mean, unless niggas is on some sneaky shit. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like it ain't what it ain't and it is what it is. Like Sometimes niggas be horny. Sometimes you're like, you know what, yo? Y'all haven't fucked with each other in years. You don't be around him. He don't be around you. That nigga's doing his own thing. If I DM this nigga saying what's going on, more than likely niggas is going to nigga and he's going to try to get the pussy. That's just what it is. But if you try to like go further than that, you know what I'm saying? And if you try to be like, oh, I mean, he's so cool and I just figured that you wouldn't mind if we started dating. No, 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 no. If I saw what your name was at the top, so I know that you're a woman. I'll still maintain your anonymity. But if you want to give this man some pussy real quick, then do what you got to do. But if a homegirl is trying to do that with you, what kind of person are you? Would you care? Like, would you really care? Because I believe that you don't have feelings anymore and you've gotten past it because your ex is no longer in your life. He's not in your day to day. He's not in your week to week. And he's not in your month to month. You've totally pushed him to the side of your mind. Now, if your friend starts dating him, he's going to be back in the fray. Are you cool with that? I wouldn't be cool with that. And if one of my niggas started dating my ex nigga, I would start tripping. I go, fam, you know how long I was dating this girl? And you know how long it took me to get over this girl? Like, legitimately, like, get over her? Like, yo, it's, I'm not going to go back. And not not in that, that little time period of, like, you know, maybe let me go get my family back. Let me go do this. Like, no. You know how long, how many nights I had to sit here and fucking watch Mad Men or whatever the fuck I was watching to get myself over that fucking girl? And you're just going to date her and shit like that? Hell no, son. That shit is not cool. But... I, I can't get into the psyche of a woman. The only thing I can say is, if you want to just be on some shit like, man, I want to see what the dig is hitting for, fucking do it, son. The world is the world is shutting down. Life is too short. Now, I mean, if you want to see what the PP is hitting for, do what needs to be done. But by all means, keep it to yourself. Don't confide in anybody. Don't tell anybody you did it. Hold that information down. Tell that nigga to hold the information down. And no matter how many times y'all start fucking, y'all cannot go over that threshold of fucking. Y'all can't. Can not. Do not do it. You heard it here from the good brother. Do not do it. Justice for Meg the Stallion, but do not do it. Just give him some vagina one time, consensually pass over the kitten, and then take it from there. Matter of fact, no, don't take it from there. Stop it from there, actually. Give the man the pussy and then chill out. All right. All right. Do, 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 do. All right. 
Greetings, good brother, it's T. So I checked out the documentary, and I think it was pretty decent. So the message was clear, but unfortunately, it was too overdone, like, what the food? I wish these people understood you don't have to go to... You don't have to go so extreme to get your point across. However, it was nice to hear the details from former employees. Don't know how much they care versus just being salty, but nevertheless, this was good information. As a father, as a father, I really struggle wondering how difficult it could be to raise a child who does not know a world without social media and still keep balanced. Peace and blessings. Okay, um, that's very interesting, man. You think it was overdone? I don't believe it was overdone at all. So I'm just going to take your opinion and then try to combine it with my opinion. So I respect what you're saying. You're saying that it didn't have to be as drawn out as it had to be. And although we heard from the former employees, you felt like it was a little dragged along. You feel like niggas didn't need to put so much sauce on it, right? But I don't think so. I believe when you're dealing with something that's so brand new to the human psyche, I believe that it behooves everybody that's watching to really beat it into your head about what's happening i mean and i like the fact that one they gave us an illustration of an example of what's happening to kids secondarily i like the fact that they narrated it the way they narrated it and last but not least i'm very happy at the fact that it was former employees that were speaking to you these are this is they didn't bring me in for an interview like what the fuck do i know they're bringing in people i didn't even know these job titles existed you know what i'm saying like, you have to be, like, a special breed of person to even have that job title. Like, the shit that they were saying, like, yo, what? This, you don't find this on Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go to MIT and niggas got to pull you up out the class. You know what I'm saying? Like, excuse me, Mr. Payton, can you please uh, come with us? And, hey, how would you like a seven-figure salary out the gate if you was to work with such, such, and such? What am I going to be doing? Well, you'll be the such, and such, such operator. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't even go to school for that. And they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, we know, but we feel like you're capable. We've been reading over your tests and they're through the roof. And we gave 800 people these tests and you're one of five people that was able that was able to pass it. You need to come with us like that. Like that's the type of jobs these niggas had. And I really can't say salty because if you pay attention to everybody's job title in regards to why they're even why they even have any kind of anything to be able to contribute to the conversation like um, what's the word i'm looking for qualified the word is qualified how are you even qualified to even give any kind of expertise on what's going on and they tell you but what i was going to say is not only do they show you what they used to do they're showing you what they're doing now which is equally as incredible so i don't know you might think it was overdone but i think it was done just right just so you can see both points of how it could be illustrated in your day-to-day -day, and you're getting it from pretty much the masters of the shit to begin with because they was there when the algorithms were being set up they were there in those meetings they were there in those pitches a lot of those times they were spearheading those meetings and then they're telling you like your fam need to watch out because these niggas are they're losing it now at no point in time when I was watching the documentary, it said that either of those men or women were fired. So I don't know why they will be salty when they're probably equally as rich as they used to be. You know what I'm saying? But in regards to your child, the only thing I can tell you is this. Don't. Well, I'm not a dad, so I can't tell you what not to do. But in theory, what I think I would like to do 
is not have my child be intellectually dependent on an iPad, but I don't feel like being a dad. Right. Because I was fine. You were fine. Like we didn't we wasn't raised with like shit in our hand just because we didn't feel like talking to our parents or whatever have you. So if you can give your kid books, don't give your kid a phone. Don't buy your kid an iPad. No matter how rough it gets, just don't do it, son. Now, I mean, if you're going to put something on YouTube, whatever have you, w- make them watch the cartoons we watched growing up. Make them watch, like, Schoolhouse Rock or Rocco's Modern Life or Hey Arnold or Rugrats. You know what I'm saying? Just get them into a flow. Don't have them just looking at other YouTube families doing weird shit or having the kids that watch games play games. You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not what we're here for, son. You know what I mean? So in regards to raising your child in the internet or in the technological in the te- in the technology era, just try to oversee how much technology that they're bringing in. Know I mean, unless you want your child to be nice in computers and you want them to be like one of the people that are like into co- computer programming and coding, if that's the case, you need to get your kid on the fucking computer right now. That nigga he needs to be a master at typing, all that kind of shit. And if you're gonna make it a career, do that for your child. Like, give them, it was three things I want to do with my child. I want my child to be nice at computers. I want my child to be able to cut hair. I want my child to be able to play an instrument. If you can do those three things, you're giving your child a chance. You know what I'm saying? The scholarships were playing instruments. The schol- well, not so, so much scholarships were doing hair, but I don't know where I'm going to be financially in 15 years. But what I can do is I can ensure my child can always make money. And niggas are always going to have hair. Always. So if your kid knows how to do a fucking light Caesar and your kid knows how to do a fade, after he's 11 years old, he'll never have to ask you for money again. So yeah, I know I just derailed from the point, but if you want to keep it balanced, it's up to you to keep it balanced. Don't be with some shit like, man, just, yo, here, 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 just get out my face and stop crying here. That's not what we're here to do, man. And I'm not a dad. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. All right, let's go to the next email uh what's up good brother are you offering the audio message options for your point two episodes uh best regards jay um i can i definitely can but the thing is you guys don't know what i'm going to be talking about until i upload the episode so i don't see how you can offer any insight in regards to what i'm speaking about until after i speak about it however for the point three episodes if you want to piggyback what i was speaking about on the point two episodes and then i played on the point three episodes no problem once again if this is your first time listening to me my point one episodes i talk about my life my point two episodes i'm teaching you in some type of capacity and my point three episodes i'm reading emails so if you want to like piggyback on what i just taught you and speak about it on here um, I'm open to doing that. So yeah, if you want to talk about whatever the fuck I was talking about in my point two episodes, uh, feel free to send me a voice note. Not me, right here on Good Brother Experience at Yahoo.com. I'll play that shit and we'll take it from there. All right, let's go to the last email. Just here to kick the shit. Uh, what's good, Reek? It's your girl Cherry Poppins, which I'm sure you know my email by now. I'm not here to talk about you. Just want to support your show and help keep it running by sending you an email. I know I tell you this all the time, but your your show is my fave podcast. 
And you'd be breaking my heart when the episodes don't come out consistently. What the fuck else am I supposed to listen to when <laughs> young cats and I are taking our morning stroll and drinking coffee? Anyways, bro, we need to get the guest shit popping. I'm daring there about to send you a meeting invite so we can sit down and figure it out. Shit. Speaking of guests, here's a fun fact. About once a month, I listen back to episode 220 on the Officially Street podcast, No Cap in My Rap, featuring you, because that shit was hilarious, and I feel like we were just a bunch of friends sitting around, kicking the shit, and I loved it. We should do that again before the end of the year. We should get you on the show at least once a year. That would be cool. Let me run it by my manager, Sayer on the beat. Anyways, let me get out of here, because I'm really not talking about shit. But first... I just want to tell your listeners two things. If they're looking for a book to read, they should check out Octavia's Brood, Science Fiction Stories from the Social Justice Movement. I'm on Chapter 2, but I'm feeling it OD. Secondly, follow your girl Twitter. Follow your girl on Twitter and IG at I'm Cherry Poppins. And uh, number three, check out Episode 220 of the Officially Street Podcast with Reek. All right, I'll holler at y'all later. Peace and love, Cherry P. One, I love Cherry so much. Um, yeah, man, the Officially Street Podcast. I listen to that shit every week. The dynamic you guys have is so dope. You can tell you guys have been doing it for years. You guys have mastered not cutting each other off and letting each other get thoughts off and whatever have you. And yeah, man, I did No Cap My Rap. That was last year. I think that was like August of last year that I did that shit with y'all. And yeah, I'm, I'm always down to do some shows with y'all, man. If y'all want me on once a year, I definitely have no problem with doing so. I definitely would have no problem also taking the audio from our interview and putting that as like a point two episode. You know what I mean, or I can just craft some shit up because I don't like episodes being longer than 40 minutes anyway. So, yeah, uh, if you want to like sit down and teach me how I can convert um, audio from Zoom and then put it into Audacity and then i'll be able to do it from there let me know man i'll definitely have no problem with getting shit popping but uh the officially street podcast that's made up of j omega sayer and uh cherry and if you guys want to listen to a show after you listen to mine listen to them man they be um they be making me laugh and shit son i mean and it's so funny the dynamic that's on that show because you got two married niggas and you got a single woman that's still in like the the peak of her hoism you know what i'm saying she's like yo i'm down to suck some dick yo i'm down to give this nigga some pussy but he's playing yo i be wanting to fuck these niggas but they want to text me all day and i'm more of a phone call girl and then you have sire and fucking jay reliving glory days because them niggas are wifed up and not even, not even wifed up they're like legitimately married with with kids like they are they live totally opposite from how i live you know what i'm saying I'm out here being a young renegade, young cowboy, out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Putting my mask on, giving bitches snow kisses because you can't be kissing bitches in the mouth. And now look. Look at me. A nigga with no kids, no marriage, and student loan debt. Shit is all bad. I should, I wish I met them niggas 10 years ago so they could have told me, like, no, Reek, be like us. Get married at 23 and start to blossom. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. No cap my rap. That is one of the funny episodes that I think I've done with like the hundred and some podcasts that I've done. I've been on a guest on so many shows. It's ridiculous. But they're one of the shows that I actually subscribe and I listen to. So, yeah, make sure y'all check that out. And you know what? Fuck it. I got one last email anyway. 
so yeah, this is like the last email that I have, like period. So if y'all don't write me, there will be no point three episode next week. Just want to let y'all know. All right, what's good, Reek? I got a quick hit type of question. Outside of sports and podcasting, what has kept you sane during this pandemic that is currently in month seven? Um, this is a good question. The thing about my life, Brody, is that Skip from BK, a soon-to-be world-renowned comedian, is my life hasn't really changed. Like, the things I want to do changed. But, like, I don't work for white people, so I didn't have to transition from, like, working to working from home or working remotely or getting laid off. I haven't had, like, a legitimate job since may of 2019 may of next year will be two years since i've worked for like a person i mean i I know a lot of people will tell you that i made it creatively you need to weather the storm this is like a two-year storm that i've been going through so i don't know what the fuck is going on but the thing that's been keeping me sane is the fact that my life really hasn't changed much i mean i still binge watch my program i still fucking record i still drink cognac I still chill with my friends, the same friends I would have been chilling with. All them niggas is COVID free. Yeah, man. Like, uh, things have been really cool. Now, the one thing I can say that I've been starting to do is I've been trying to read more. You know what I'm saying? And I've been trying to concoct ways to get shit, like, clicking. Because I've lost... what not, Well, me not being able to do Jack in the Box, bro, I easily lost 10 figures. I'm sorry, not 10 figures. My apologies. That was some cap right there. That was me fronting. How many figures is that? Five. Yeah, and the tens of thousands that I missed out on uh, this pandemic shit. I'm not doing Jack in the Box. So me just trying to craft ways to make some money, craft ways to make things more financially stable for myself. Uh, niggas is talking about stocks. Niggas talking about all kinds of ideas. Getting this LLC and getting this patented and getting this done and doing this and all this other shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. Just me being me. Me keeping a G. Staying out the way. Eating vitamins and shit like that. Vitamin D on deck. Just doing what needs to be done in order to keep myself healthy. And I've been working out. That's something else that I can say I've been doing. I've legitimately been like working on my body. My diet has gotten better. I'm starting to take more doo-doos more. That's why I'm uh, wilding for, uh, for disposable wipes. So, yeah, man, like everything that I got going on has pretty much what I've been had going on outside of the fact that I've been starting to work out more. So, yeah, man, now, I mean, shout out to you. Thank you for always listening. And um, Skip from BK, I want you guys to follow him because he has a lot of things that he's been doing creatively as well. So make sure you stay locked in with him with that. All right. That is my time. And I have literally no other emails to read, like, period. So once again, it's not me being lazy. If I don't get any new emails, I'll have no point three for y'all next week. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you guys on 47.1.